Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and we watched two things this week, starting with Chippendale Rescue Rangers on Disney+, and then we watched the Eugenio Derbez vehicle, the valet on Hulu. Spoiler alert for both those things. Also, sadly, Jackie couldn't join us this week, but she will be back for the next episode. And be sure to stay tuned after the main discussion, as there are a couple of quick follow-up points. And without further ado, here's We're Watching What? We're starting off with Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which I pushed for after having seen it. What did you think? So I was going to watch this movie either way. Okay. But you did push for it, but I was going to watch it because, you know, why not? Because uh, we pay for the Disney Plus subscription. Yeah, you, you know, know, and it's and, and it, I don't have a, a huge connection to Chip and Dale as characters. I have a big Disney net, but I, I like them and I'm in old shorts and stuff. I think they're cute and fun. Yeah. But never a huge connection. So it wasn't like, oh, yes, another, like, you know. Yeah, <laughs> thank Rangers God they've given and, them a movie, right? Yeah, it wasn't like I, I was all that invested in that show back then. I mean, it, you know, it's cute, but I didn't, you know. Yeah. But anyway, you know, so my expectations were pretty low and I think it was fun. I had a hard time with, obviously it's very close to Who from Roger Rabbit and I really love that movie. Mm-hmm. Not close just in style, but like in story and idea right. and what they're doing. And I'm already really overly sensitive, needlessly maybe, but about the the stuff that they're doing at the parks in Toontown. And the fact that I think that, I don't know if they've officially said it, but I don't think the Roger Rabbit ride is going to make it. I doubt it. <laughs> out of that. Yeah. And it made me, the second I saw this trailer, I was like, is this them attempting to rebrand Toontown with this rather than it being, because Toontown is from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, you know? Yes. The concept and everything. And, and then, right. Not that, not that you couldn't have it exist as its own thing, but then that ride and stuff is there, but you could get rid of the ride. But this felt kind of like, let's just remake Roger Rabbit, but not use Roger Rabbit. And then they even had jokes about Roger Rabbit and stuff. And I was like, Ooh, keep them out of your mouth. But <laughs> it was fun. And I like it for the kids. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. So I haven't, I mean, obviously Roger Rabbit is like a huge achievement in animation and filmmaking and all that stuff. I haven't watched it in a really long time. Mm. And I don't have that connection to that. I also don't have that connection to Chip and Dale. But for this, I thought it was so funny. And I will, I will say I started watching it being like, cool, I had surgery a couple, you know, like two weeks ago, I had some like pretty heavy duty pain meds. I was like, you know, it'd be funny to watch on these pain meds, which actually didn't do anything to me. They just made me really sleepy. I was like, oh, <laughs> what if I watch Chip and Dale? Like, this will get me through it. And then I, before they kicked in, I was like, oh, wow, I actually really like this movie. Because <laughs> yeah, so they kept you awake when the thing yeah, made it kept me sleepy. Awake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, those meds like knocked me out the first few days. But I... And again, I think it acknowledges Roger Rabbit to a degree, right? Yeah. Because if they didn't, that'd be really bad. But I just, the some of the stuff they got away with in terms of like intellectual property, you know, mm-hmm. bringing in franchises, I was like, how did I want to see these contracts? Like I am yeah. obsessed with, you know, the spoilers, but the the scene where all of the Seth Rogen characters show up, like some of those are not Disney characters. Yeah. Or like the Batman E.T. thing. I was just mm-hmm. like, what? Who thought of this? Who thought of this? And who allowed this to be in the movie? <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, I always find that fascinating, too, because I've always, I mean, as a kid, I didn't think it all that much, but in my more adult life, and then especially, you know, my first big job working in media right. was working in clearances and things like that on, on reality television shows. So I was working with legal and like all the way those things work, it's nuts, right? So, but in films, it's even more so because it's like, <laughs> there's actual yeah. money to throw around. And uh, when you watch, if you ever go back and watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which I do recommend everyone. I'm not obsessed with the film. I, I like it. And I just, you know, I watch it every now and then. I've seen it in recent history. But I think it it holds up as a fun 
fun film and and that is jam packed with the same kind of thing where it's like oh it because the guy who the guy in there who owns Toontown the character yeah. also owns Acme Studios and so uh, you see a lot of WB okay. characters okay you see Betty Boop you see <laughs> there are yeah, a lot yeah, yeah, of yeah. Uh, a lot of things and it and it's it's a fun watch for that uh, it's very of of its time and this is more of its time so I'm not one that doesn't think that the story or the concept is prime for a reboot like this you know so it's not like a thing where even though i felt protective it's not a thing where i think it's like oh this is blasphemous don't do it right. <laughs> you know i just had that like little thing in the back of my mind that was just kind of like oh maybe, <laughs> you know maybe I mean? it's good i haven't i mean again i have no qualms with the idea in fact i thought about revisiting roger rabbit over the years i just mm-hmm. haven't ended up doing it and so maybe it's good i haven't seen it in a while because <laughs> you know i would have had a different be like this is so derivative which it obviously yeah, is story wise but... i mean obviously this had the extra i appreciated the extra kind of like the 3d-ness of like yeah, oh yeah. we're getting the 3d surgery that was kind of a fun concept uh in roger rabbit it's but it's the same kind of idea where tunes are going missing and somebody's getting killing them and like whatever mm. you're kind of trying to find out what it is and, and everyone thinks roger rabbit's responsible for what's going on because he's framed you know <laughs> or is right. he yeah. but but uh it, it's it's that same kind of the skeleton of it is the same if you yeah. will and then it's just kind of outdated. we're gonna take a quick break and be right back and we're back i will say the, the most shocking thing for me and i don't know if anyone else had this reaction but i always assumed chicken chip and dale were brothers oh <laughs> I don't know if they were ever or whatever, but getting that little backstory, it was a fun little backstory, but I was like, oh, wait, y'all aren't brothers? <laughs> You're identical, well, I mean, <laughs> except for your nose. <laughs> speaking of the backstory, though, I, from the get-go, I was like, what is the logic of this world? Because that car drops off another car from school. Yeah. And it's like, it's not a car's car, technically, but it, you right. know, like the little car kid gets out of like the back seat of it. And I was like, does that mean that it's <laughs> carrying it inside? It's like womb. Is, that, is this yeah. like a kangaroo situation? Like, but it also is anthropomorphic. Anyway, but that was, I, I let that go quickly because just <laughs> some of the stuff was, I was like, I don't think a kid would get the hilarity or the reference yeah. here or, you know, I get, these are just moments that pop in my head. Like the Paul Rudd cameo. I was like, that's for me, I think. Yeah, that's, like, right, I, yeah. I, I described this movie as, I was like, this is a Dana movie. Like, this is yeah. made for, like, my age. And, you know, and looking at the Lonely Island influence, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I love mm-hmm. those guys. Like, that makes sense. It, they didn't write it, but, you know, it has their humor over it. Right. I just was not expecting to. I thought this was going to be terrible. I was going to be miserable watching it. So I yeah. was so I pleasantly it was, surprised. Totally. I thought it was well done. And it was... uh paced well like I didn't I, I didn't find it boring either and even though I wasn't quite as like oh my god Enthused, I loved this yeah. I was totally fine watching it like I wasn't when is this over turn this off you know which sometimes things like this right often straight to streaming as we know too because <laughs> they made the choice you know they, I, 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 this probably right. was greenlit with this idea but they made the idea of like we are not we're going to spend a lot of money on licensing for this but we're not putting it in the theater right yeah I think it made sense in it. This is one that I was like, oh, this would have been fun to watch in a theater with like an engaged audience who mm-hmm. got the jokes that I was getting, you know, as opposed to maybe kids who were, would get, there's plenty of zany, fun, whatever stuff from them. But like, I was like, oh, this is, this might have been a good group movie. Yeah. You know, I, I think it would have amplified the experience. But I'm just I thinking agree. about like, I do think in terms of pacing, the third act starts to fall apart a little bit where it starts to be like, okay, wrap it. We know you put a real plot in, like, you got to wrap it up now. I get it. But, the thing that kept me going was like the weird jokes would come back later. They they were one off jokes to a degree, but then like the Sonic when Sonic showed up, oh, okay. I think that's when I truly was like I started texting people at that point, being like, "You have to watch Chippendale," because yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Ugly Teeth Sonic. And so, yeah. 
you know, but the fact that he comes back at the end as opposed to being like a one-off gag, I was like, oh, okay. Like you knew how to pace this or, or at least keep enough to keep an audience that isn't necessarily like a kid and has maybe lower expectations interested. Yeah, well, and that that cameo above all else, I think surprised me the most just because, well, not cameo even, like, you know. Yeah, role. Say, yeah. Yeah, role. Uh, just because it's one thing to say, okay, we're going to license this character. Because I always assume when you're doing this, that the studio who's licensing it to you reserves right over being able to review to make sure their character is portrayed. A way I would like. assume so as well. Yeah. Right? Like I would never give rights away to a character I created or I own it just without having any say. Right. Right. But for them to have enough of a sense of humor to be like, yes, you can use the one that we then had to go remake our film over because everyone was crying about it with that trailer. Yeah. That is cool. Like, I appreciate that about them. They're like, they're laughing at themselves. Well, I think the most interesting thing about that is like, Sega clearly was like, they approved Ugly Teeth Sonic because that came out in a trailer, right? Like right. that that's what caused the thing. So I was like, I don't know if I trust Sega's, you know, barometer for great design for this type of thing. But you're right. It, they were very smart in being like, go ahead, you can do this. Well, because they were smart to go re- retract Ugly Sonic and make him look better. Yeah. And 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 I could see them just wanting to never speak of this one. Like let's erase this one from existence. But instead, I love when a, a studio, I love when anybody, but a studio especially who has this reputation to uphold and all that, is totally willing to lean in and accept. Okay, make fun of us. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it makes them like they're cool. Like they 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 can poke fun at themselves. I think other studios have done it, but of course, at some to the same degree, some to much lesser degree. I think Disney likes to do it too sometimes, but always very cautiously like i think one could you could watch something like enchanted and well, kind i was gonna of say um wreck it ralph to me yeah wreck it yeah, ralph that's a especially two which i don't yeah. like but you know totally like, but they they were leaning into kind of like let's make yeah. fun of this and something like enchanted a little bit less but they're making fun of the tr- the, the disney princess trope that they created right. right and so that's kind of fun but this is like you're trusting another studio to take it and another studio is making fun of you and you're like yeah that's fine go ahead like yeah. that's that takes a uh, that takes some some confidence, and I appreciated it. Absolutely. I mean, I think the other the other thing that I was so surprised that made it in is that they're acknowledging the ripoffs that like get churned out. Mm-hmm. You know, that bootleg versions because I always I love those. There was an entire yeah. like Netflix <laughs> category for a while that was like mm-hmm. things you might like, <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, it's if I didn't know better, I'd click on this. And <laughs> right. but if, the fact that I know that Disney has like you know removed yeah. all of their goods from your thing, but kids don't know any better. Um, no, it's always the best because there'll be something that's coming out. Yeah, and then suddenly there'll be something appearing anywhere on streaming, or even on like to buy on iTunes or whatever, and it'll be something that is just called. I can't even think of a good example, but it's just called something called, very like, similar and looks mermaid. Like it. Yeah, yeah. but it, not. Yeah. It, but it had like a little bit of like design above it, so it looks yeah. like it should have said the little. But it, you're just sure. Like, hey, that's the they're one. so similar, and and it happens even in live action stuff too. And then you could see someone that's just less in the know as say us or people that might listen to something like this um, about what's actually coming out and when. Yeah, you might be like, oh, I didn't know that was out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> watch I'll watch it. this, and they're like, oh, and then some of them might realize it. Others might be like, well, that was terrible, and then. <laughs> assume for the rest of their lives that the movie they thought looked cool was terrible yeah I, you know what one of the weakest parts to me actually was which i find it so bizarre considering who the studio is is the animation itself of the 2d versions yeah in the 3d world i was like this looks weird 
like what yeah that was a bummer it, it like slipped a little bit and it felt like the the sort of models were sometimes not not off but like they just weren't keeping to like what the i don't know i mean i should yeah. it's a hard thing to do but i was just like well roger totally. rabbit yeah. showed you can do it well like, and roger many rabbit, years they were, ago so they were painting and of course some of the animation in that i'm sure doesn't hold up great either but overall i mean they were like painting on film cells and like they, right. they were doing i some bet you i bet like, you it does because like you know? they couldn't shortcut it right there was yeah. no like there was no computer to yeah, yeah, yeah. interpret anything i just them. don't have like that trained eye that someone like you has to be able to say oh that's good quality animation versus that's not the best so yeah. i don't know it's, i'm not gonna be like oh it's like, the most phenomenal it's animation fine but i'm like it yeah. could have been yeah. tighter i think oh yeah no and i could notice in this i thought there was somewhere i was like oh yeah, I'm definitely feeling the 2D characters were a little, and I guess, yeah, it's, it's, I'm sure it's really hard to do up against C, like 3D characters as well, but they felt a little more lifeless a lot of the mm -hmm. time than the ones with, you know, that were 3D. And when I watch a 2D film that's really well done, I don't feel like they're lifeless. So it, not that they were totally lifeless, but, you know, just a little more compared. They, they were like oh. lackluster for lack of it. You know, yeah. they didn't push a lot of this stuff, but they also just, again, literally there were moments where I was like, the design feels like it's slipping on the frame. Mm. Like, you know, I don't, yeah. mm, what's on here? I did love the animation of J.K. Simmons and like the Gumby yes. that yeah. I was just like, this was such a perfect. Well, like, and that fight is... at the end with, with, it was just so funny. Like yes. I was laughing at that because I was like, <laughs> yeah, J.K., I, yeah. wonderful casting. I mean, the whole thing was just, yeah, he was, he was great. He was a highlight for me for sure, which he yeah. often is, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, it was such, I think part of it was when it was so at low expectations and then saw everyone was being like, it's really great. It's really great. And the last film this happened to me on was The Northman, which I know you loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, saw the reviews yeah. and was expecting to be like, all right, I guess I might love it. And so I felt burned. But also by... that was something where The Northman is one of those things where you might be like looking at that thinking this, well, this potentially could be some crazy masterpiece. Like, right. It, it, yeah, it's exactly. a recipe for it. This film is not a recipe for a crazy masterpiece. So yeah. it's like. You know what I mean? So it's a little different. Your your expectations are going to be more kind of like, oh, maybe it's actually fun versus, oh, maybe that's going to be the best film in the last 10 years, you know? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I I can't believe I'm saying this, but so far, and again, we're only five months into the year and there have been very limited films. This is amongst my top 10, if not five films that I've seen this year. Yeah, I yeah. believe it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know where it would rank for me. It's not top five because I've, I've had a nice little streak of things that I've loved. But yes, that's. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I certainly enjoyed it more than. I ever expected to. Yeah. Sure. And I would I wouldn't scoff at watching it again. Like I'm not I'm not eager to go put it on and be like, oh, I want to watch that again right away. But if someone was like, Hey, do you want to watch that? I wouldn't be like, No. I was a <laughs> little know? bit tempted to watch it again just for some of the absurd references. Yeah, yeah. Cause some of those are like deep cut history, animation yeah. history references. Well, it's one of those things, and this is again kind of what I find about watching Roger Rabbit. It's one of those things where it's so of the time that mm -hmm. even in like ten years, it might it'll be fun to watch because there'll be references that we've kind of started forgetting about yeah <laughs> you know true, true but i do agree that it was very much a smart mix of it's of the time but it, that there were things in there, like to the paul rudd thing but that were for us i mean just the fact that the you know one of the big bads was an adult bloated <laughs> peter pan yeah uh, that's just something where of course that was made well before our time but you know we grew up watching disney films and i don't know i know Peter Pan is a popular Disney film, but I guess I don't know how many of today's youth are in love with Peter Pan or are watching it a lot. So it's like that is a, a weird kind of deep cut of a villain in ways too, right? Or character to be so big because do kids even really care about Peter Pan? I was, I was, just, I was just looking up. I was like, when is the last Peter Pan remake we got? Because I'm sure we've gotten many. Well, and there have been some different, some sequels and stuff to the right, Disney right. one, but then yeah, I 
and I know we have, I think, a live action Peter Pan and Wendy in the works, right? But I think so. But it just still feels kind of an animated Peter Pan, and you didn't even put Tinkerbell in it, and so because she's like the face of the parks, you know. <laughs> well, but, but I I do think that's a, that's showing where some of the line is, right? Where it's yeah. just like, yeah, you can have Peter, but you can't mm-hmm. have Tinkerbell because sure, we, sure. We, not just the face of the parks. We've slapped her on every piece of merchandise, aimed at every little you know kid. Yeah. Uh, she's too that, precious. Yeah, yeah. Like you Which can, you can have you can have Peter. You can't have. It's funny because in Roger Rabbit you see the mouse. But, oh, but that was. 80, what was that, 88, 87, 86? It was 80s. So, a different time, you know? Yes. <laughs> like, obviously, obviously, Mickey's 88. always been... 88, okay. Yeah. Obviously, Mickey's always been a thing, but that that was before the resurgence of the 90s. I mean, that was even before... Yeah, the, the brand out. safety was yeah. less of a concern. Exactly, exactly. Which, yeah. nowadays, you're not going to get that. I think the last film adaptation of Pan we got was 2015's Peter Pan with uh, Joe Wright. Yeah, because you can't really count, was it Wendy or whatever, the one that came out? Oh, like, oh God. I mean, but that was so loose. It wasn't like, a, it was kind of more inspired by, if anything else. Right. I mean, it was. Like an actual. No, like, it was this Peter is... Pan. It was just flipped, essentially. You know, yeah. Where she's the. True. Yeah. Wow. But I'm sure we're, I think we're getting, because I was like, oh, this is why it hasn't come to the forefront. Or they were like, maybe willing to do it because they're like, yeah, all right, kids don't know who. That's fine. Oh, totally. But I, but it's like, but then it's also something where it's it's a deeper cut in the way where it's like you want people to laugh about what happened to Peter Pan, but yeah. kids that don't know about Peter Pan aren't going to really think it's that funny that he got old. You know, they're just like, yeah. Oh, that's a weird grouchy guy. Wow. Well, I guess he's been in some Disney shows. Yeah. Has he? Okay. I know he, I think he was in like the kingdom hearts game and stuff. Yeah. And I think the that, last but... probably big iteration was Jake and the Neverland pirates. I don't know. Mm, okay. Oh, it's based on Peter Pan. Oh, okay. I don't know. Either way, Either I way, yeah. I appreciated everyone was seemed to be willing to play along and mm-hmm. was like willing to give up whatever. It, I mean, it reminds me in some ways of the Lego movie, yeah. which is also Warner Brothers who did Roger Rabbit and you know, but just like the willingness to like cross pollinate, like that that type of stuff, I think is great. Yeah, I agree, and it's um, it just seems like one of those films that everybody, I'm sure some people struggled, but most of all, every mostly everybody had like a fun time making. You know, yeah, well, it feels uh, that way. That's what I'm saying is I, I'm sure yeah, there's yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. feels like it was joyous to make overall. Yes. And I mean, honestly, what shocked me the most is that we, I mean, we might get to catch up with her at some point, but that Jackie didn't hate it. She's not yeah, here today. But... And, and what's funny is the reason that I, I initially, when I watched it, thought, oh, maybe Jackie won't hate this or she might like it okay. Probably even more than I did, to be honest, is um, I don't know about the humor, but. Jackie and her sister Katie both really liked the Alvin and the Chipmunk movies. And so and, what? Yeah, and I'm not saying I'm not I don't I'm not saying she's gonna die on a hill saying they're amazing or anything, but like they enjoyed those films. And okay. um, and was Katie, not expecting Katie, that. her sister, was the one who texted us about this trailer when it dropped and sent it to us. And so huh. I was like, I think it kind of I don't not that it's the same as Alvin and the Chipmunks, but I'm just saying it kind of hits this similar zone. Yeah. A style of film that I think they grew up enjoying. And so I think it hits on some nostalgic feels for her. Okay. To just be a fun thing she enjoys. But I don't think it's like, oh, it's my favorite movie of all time. But, you know, it's something that that's my predict. That was my prediction when we watched it. Okay. All right. That makes sense. We'll have have to. to, to, Yeah. We we might. We need an answer (laughs) on this one then because I need to talk more about this album, the Chipmunks thing. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) I need need answers. I need answers. (laughs) She's going to hate me. Don't add her. (laughs) Too late. Too late. Okay, well, the other movie we watched this week, this one I was less 
uh, pushing for, but I, I'm again, once again, interested because I don't know the answer. We watched the ballet mm-hmm. with Eugenio Derbez on Hulu. What did you yeah. think of this? I did not love it. I I did I, not hate it. I wasn't expecting you to love it. Yeah, totally. I, I didn't hate it or anything. I wasn't like, God, I hate this. And I, what a waste of time. Mm-hmm. But it just, it, it kind of, it felt too long, first of all, mm, for okay. what it was. The fact, yeah. I mean, obviously credits included, but I think it said it had a two hour, five minute runtime. Like this was an hour and a half film max for me. I but, think you're right. But in terms of runtime. Yeah, because I remember I didn't look at it at first and I was watching it and then after it was over, I was like, how long was that? And I looked and I was like, two hours. Like, like it, yeah, you're right. Two hours and three minutes. A film of this nature, I don't think needs to. Tight 90. Needs to go. Yeah, you know, Tight exactly. 90. Yeah. And, and so that worked against it for me. But unfortunately, I just, I don't know what it was exactly if it was writing mixed with some of the acting with, I don't know what, but I just wasn't laughing at really anything. I, I was bummed about that. laughed at a few things. I laughed at the relationship between the mom and Mr. Kim. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny and like not racist. Yeah. Which it could have been very racist. Very yeah, they, were, they were cute. Yeah. yeah. And I think what was challenging is so the other thing I want to talk about is because you and Jackie had both seen the original French film when it came yes. out in the States. I had yeah. not. And I think, you know, that came out in 2006, I think. Mm-hmm. There's been a huge shift in celebrity culture since then, right? And the whole premise relies on the idea of like, the and the paparazzi are still around and still ridiculously mm-hmm. invasive and it's horrible. But I don't think the idea of being like, well, I guess, no, you could still cause a scandal being photographed like this. I don't know. There was just something about her character that really bothered me and mm-hmm. her parts did not work. And I don't I don't know the actress super well. I know yeah. she was in that Ready or Not, which I heard good yeah. things about, which is not, but it's a horror movie, so I'm not ever going to watch it. But like she, and, and this to her credit, she's playing an unlikable character right. intentionally. And so she was doing a great job, but like the arc for that character never, even when she's like trying to be nice at the end and like, you know, be a better person and work with him and do whatever. She's still all like me, 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 very selfish. Yeah. And I was like, this is not like enough of a, he has real problems. You have no problems in turn, you know, like you've not been set up with. So if they had cut that whole storyline, which is the core of the story they're trying to adapt, I think it would have been a much stronger film about just like a guy trying to get along in his neighborhood and like fight this, you know, uh, developer or whatever. And just like an immigrant story about family and community, because those are all the parts that work for me. I think you're right about that. that there's yeah, conflicting ideas. And I do think I agree with that. Like his story was the only compelling thing about it. And I think she, I like her as an actress well enough, yeah, but I did not love her in this. I, I, I think she did the job that was given to her for the most yeah, part. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not like but super I agree that ragging I think, on her. Yeah. No, totally. I, but I think that the role, she's, un, she's an unlikable character. And I, I was feeling that struggle while watching it. I was like, do you want me to like her or do you want me to dislike her? Cause there kept being things. And then, I, it was, it was, I got happy like three quarters of the way through where it became kind of, I liked the idea of her trying to like help him get his ex-wife back, even mm-hmm. though then they then go vilify ex-wife more so than they already had. Yeah. But I was thinking, oh, I really like that this is turning into something where they are not like they are going to be a friendship because it doesn't have to be a rom-com, you know, yeah. Yeah, so like that kind of thing. And then it just kept on. I was like, wait, wait, now are you doing this? Oh, wait, are you, <laughs> you know, are whatever. You, but are saying, you being good here? Yeah, yeah. Are you, you trying know. to be altruistic here? Like, because it's not working. Yeah. I, but, but I wasn't really buying her evolution mm-hmm. in any of it. Because again, like you said, she doesn't have any real issues that we're seeing besides she goes into how she doesn't have any real friends and this and that. But okay, yeah, this is the classic celebrity issue, right? But her biggest problem we're presented with is that she is caught 
for doing what she's doing, which is yeah. being with a married man. So I, yeah. <laughs> who's a scumbag? So like it's a, it's a bed of her own making, literally. Exactly. You know? So I have a hard time really. I don't have to love a main character in a film, and I think it, that there are certain films that do it really well where you don't like any of them, but you like yeah. them for what they play. Like one of my favorite films of all time is Closer, and all four of those people are not good humans, no. but they're real they're feeling, complex characters and it's complex, yeah, yeah it's compelling i am invested in each of their stories i don't necessarily want to be friends with any of them so it's like i can i can do that right but this she just was kind of one note flat and i kept being confused because it felt like sometimes they wanted me to like her yeah well i think there were fixes too that wouldn't have been that hard you know if she had suddenly she was concerned about how it might impact the release of her movie okay fine and they laid the groundwork for her being like oh yeah she started i think like an all-female production or something along those lines mm -hmm. right she started a production company so she's like oh this would this will lose the jobs of this many people that's one thing but her concern kept being like i want to sell the company and make money off of it i was like yeah okay she kept on showing that i didn't really feel like she was all that all that much better of a person than I was like, there's was, a reason you don't was, have friends. You know, yeah. Exactly. And so it was like, and we were supposed to be rooting for his takedown, which I was. Yeah. But then I kind of, but I wasn't rooting for her in the end any, either. I was just like, well, you suck too. Yeah. I mean, you know, so you know what I mean? Like by the end, it was main character and Mr. Kim. No it's this case it. of like, okay, she didn't, you're right. She did the job she was given. Okay. You know, I don't, I don't think it's her fault necessarily. I think she may have been capable of elevating it. Yeah. And to that point, I think Eugenio Derbez was given an equally like eh, role, but elevates it because mm -hmm. it's in his wheelhouse. Like he is, um, <laughs> I think one of the funniest things about this movie was like trying to make him be unattractive. Yeah. He's clearly like a charismatic, good looking person. You know, yeah. you can give him a terrible haircut and an awful mustache, but you're, he's not that uglied up. And yeah. so it, it was just very funny. It would be like, eh. Yeah, like, like, let's make sure we try to make him unattractive and someone she would never go for. Right. You know? It was like, all right. all right. I mean, you sort of achieved it, but like, you know. Yeah. Also, he, I like, I mean, I don't like, but they made his character, what, 47? He's 60. Yeah, he looks great. Yeah, he looks great. But great. but it's just like, I mean, just have the character be 60? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like, like is 47 that much better yeah. than, you know, given their age? Well, it's like, yeah, have the have the character be 60 or cast someone who's 47. Even though I like. I would like yeah. to no, it, 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 it was fine. Like, but oh no, ironically, he could have gotten away with being like he's 40, you know. Yeah. And they they're like, oh yes, that's why she's dating him. He's it's fine, he's not yeah, you know. But anyway, there were there were hiccups. I was like, oh, I feel like I saw glimmers of potential in this movie. Yeah, well, and that probably comes from the fact that it is based on something that I think was decent. That's the thing that's funny I say, I think, is I Jackie was the one who, when we were talking about this film initially, who was like, Oh, I think I've seen it, whatever. And I, I was like, Oh my god. I looked at the poster. I was like, we did see this. We went to Santana Rose Center Arts and we saw this. And yeah. Together. And it all came flooding back to me. Have not thought about it a day since. So, and right. I, and I honestly can't, I, I remember not coming out of it being like, I hated that. Cause there were some films we saw back then that I came out of and was like, Oh my God, burn me. You know? Yeah. And this wasn't one of them, but I also didn't come out being like, Oh, I can't wait to ever own that and watch that again. So I don't even right. really speak to its quality, <laughs> but I, I have a feeling it's a little better. I watched the trailer for it and it was because it was distributed in the u.s there's like an english voiceover trailer mm -hmm. and it is so it's so early 2000s <laughs> you know because like yeah. they're all speaking french in it but it's like that super like she is a movie star he's yeah. a ballet like that you know i can't do the deepness of the voice but yeah. it's just like you know like let's gonna narrate every single thing that's going on we'll tell yeah. you the whole plot of the movie in the trailer <laughs> it's so funny. but it was it was very it's like very 
not triggering, but like you will immediately go back to that time era. It's, if you watch it it. Back. Yeah. But you will not be younger. And but so you will not be really younger. Disapp- really you will not be able to age down from 60 to 47. Right, exactly. So it'll remain disappointing. Yeah, again, it wasn't bad. Yeah. But I was like, is it terrible and I'm just being generous to it or is it it was not it was not something that by the end I was upset for having watched it okay (laughs) and if we suddenly were like hey we can't talk about it I would not be like oh my god you've wasted my time how you know like yeah but I don't imagine that I will ever revisit it no I also will say I I looked him up the actor who played Mr. Kim Mm -hmm. does he look familiar to you at all did because I don't know, because I'm having a rough time because when I saw him immediately, uh-huh. I knew him from something very specific. I, I've seen this this man, and like very specifically, and I looked him up, and he hasn't done anything. And I was like, okay, I don't know. And then I was like, do I know him? Have I actually do met I know him personally? Person? Right. I, and, I, and, I, and I was just like, racking my brain, and I'm like, I cannot, but I have like, I can picture him saying things like he is very specific unless he just looks identical to somebody. I don't know, but he looks I think like it was just, right when I saw him though, didn't I? I it was think like, he looks like, or, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. The director is a Bay Area person. He may have cast a, you know. <laughs> I don't know. It was like, I saw him and it was like a double take. So I was like, oh my God. Like, it was like, you know, like, oh, it's him. You know, like it wasn't like, oh, he looks no, like he somebody. No, he looked very familiar. I also was... Confused. And so I'm so yeah. Either he's got like a doppelganger out there who's doing stuff that we've seen, or I swear, I swear, I've seen his man in, in real life before. That's quite possible. Inter- and interacted with him. Yeah. And you know, and again, we're in LA, so you know, it's like right. You know, yeah. Who knows? Uh, but I did. I really did enjoy him, though. Yes, uh, he no, and I, the the mom. The mom is like a super famous, and she actually passed away. Um, oh, that's really sad. Uh, actress in Mexico. Oh. Um, yeah. Well, and I thought the funeral was was good and touching. However, yeah. it did go on a little bit long. That We're was like an example of like it went a little bit like okay. Did belong in this film. That's the thing is it was kind of out of place, but I appreciated the moment and I thought the acting was strong. In yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I think but it elevated it the like, film, but it just like, yeah, but it lingered just... on a little longer than it needed to be. And I also felt in that moment, I was like, if you want to really convince me and start a redemption arc, this is when you have her show up. Right. And and she didn't, and I was very confused. I was like, well, then why are we watching this? You know, like right. But at the, well, at the same time, I think it was good that she showed up to the play. Oh, totally. But that just yeah. felt like the moment well, but, when. But it felt like intrusive, possibly, right? Because they aren't close enough to show up to your mom's funeral. Yeah, that that's true. It could be but, that but way. But I, I agree. That was a, there was a way out. you could they could have done it, but like, or yeah. she could have maybe sent flowers or like yeah, some, yeah. right, yeah, like she does some gesture but doesn't show up. She didn't walk in and sit there for the service, but maybe she like shows up at the end of something and gives him something or says, yeah, or know, like, or just, again, just, just makes her present, makes her, yeah, yeah compassion. And it was making you know? me think that the point of that scene was going to be for that. And then it just didn't go anywhere except for just kind of like, it was sad and well done. No, but like, that okay, scene is yeah. when I was like, oh, there's a different movie in here. That's yeah. Yeah. Well, I it was a very movie. conflicting, it was just conflicting that like, the ideas were fighting with, with each other. Yeah. It, it also, I was like, oh, this is the second movie this year we've watched with the like, Famous lady, regular guy, <laughs> we have to go to the play slash kids event. Like, yeah. you know, there's, 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 we're seeing a resurgence. Yeah. <laughs> this trope. And I'm like, it doesn't work. Yeah, it's never, never at it's least, never at least like, this one wasn't romance, romance. Yeah, that, that's true. I appreciate that part of it. But yeah, it's, it's a trope that I think you can do it, but I don't know that it warrants being redone so often. I don't think it, it's rarely ever something that is like, oh, wow, that was amazing. Yeah, I, I'm kind of over it. I think, I, I, I mean, it's it, yeah. it's Notting Hill as well, 
we've seen we've seen it for probably as long as you know i'm sure it's have been celebrity has been a thing um but yeah i was just like oh and the only the last thing i was like i need oh i need to stop making remaking other films like do do original stuff you have enough clout yeah. at this point because you yeah. did um overboard right and that was troubling well that that premise is more troubling on its own well it is but then the, you're redoing it and then the redo just to me felt felt very flat yeah so, but i'm like uh, you're you're so famous like yeah but i get do. it there's also like he's famous he was he was famous internationally now he's famous in the u.s so it's yeah so he's getting his you know his footing but yeah i hope yeah. He, he branches beyond yeah because he is good he's great well in addition to that we're watching what what else did we watch this week I went to the theater and I watched oh. Men. Oh, you crushed it. I was very excited for Men. I very much, well, it's funny. I, I was going to say, I very much love Alex Garland. I actually, I think you know this, and we, we talked about it a little bit, but I, I love Annihilation. Right. I, I like Ex Machina quite a bit, but I do find it a little slow, even though I know a lot of people find Annihilation slow, but, but that one I'm like on the edge of my seat. Ex Machina, I really like, and I think the concept's great, but it does drag for me a bit. But I think it's really good. So this was kind of, okay. As his third film that I'm aware of, anyway, I I was very like as a director, gonna, I think, yeah, 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 Alex Garland. I was like, this is going to solidify decided, him as yeah. like he's he is for me. This is mine, or kind of like, oh, I don't know, maybe it was a fluke. Uh, I did love most of it. I like okay. it as a, I love it. I like it a lot as a whole, but uh-huh. the third act gets really crazy and kind of on the nose with its allegory in a way that I think could have been a little subtler. Okay. However, I will say, without spoiling details, obviously it's a film about toxic masculinity and what men do to women. Uh-huh. And I will say, with the ending sequence, with a lot of the duration of the film, but then especially the ending sequence, it was really fun to... I was in a theater, mostly men, that I could see, which I was surprised about, and seeing them all super uncomfortable, some leaving, and then hearing how mad they were after it. <laughs> I was right. like... I was like, okay, I appreciate the effect of this film. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's not for you. No, it's not a Dana movie. Yeah, not for even. For multiple movie. reasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely. Because yeah. even I was, some scenes, it, was, it wasn't it was like a terrifying, I wasn't like, oh yeah, because I love a horror film, but there were some scenes where I was a little like, this is creepy. Yeah. Like, it was uncomfortable. No, I'm I'm yeah. hard pass, hard pass. Yeah. For, oh yeah, yeah, I would never, I would never recommend it to you. But, but I recommend it to anyone who likes the director slash horror or this kind of, I don't know how I, how to describe it. I was talking to my sister about it a little bit, but there's this brand of horror. It's largely A24, mm-hmm. but uh, in that style. But there's a brand of horror that I think has been really on the rise in the last 10 mm-hmm. years or so. And it's films like this. It's The Witch. It's mm-hmm. even like The Lighthouse, which isn't like a total horror film, but it's got that kind of horror vibe. I mean, I would classify it as a horror yeah. experience no, yeah, to watch is. for me because I did sure. that. <laughs> yeah. That's why I, I put it on this list. Yeah, 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 yeah. Midsummer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's these directors, Robert Eggers, the Ari Aster. I love this horror, this this brand. It's like my favorite, one of my favorite genres of film. And I don't even know exactly what it's called. It's like people, sometimes people say it's like elevated horror or something, but I don't know. But I'm so it's, into it and it seems to be very polarizing and divisive. I feel like it's not, I want to call it grounded horror, which yeah. is not correct. But I it, keep it saying is, nuanced, but it's not that either. I don't know. No, because it, but it's like horror that. It's just sometimes it's just I've only seen a handful of the ones in that, mm-hmm. but it's like just absurd enough that it's still like it can grasp your imagination. But like, no, this is plausible. Like, yeah, it, it is, and then it's also rooted with with 
deeper meaning it's trying to have, whether it's successful that's, or that's not. That's true. It's not just trying right? to be like slasher or whatever. It's like, like under the skin, which people are like, what the hell was that? But it's like, it tries to have a really deep thing it's trying to communicate to you, you know? Yeah. And sometimes successfully, like sometimes not. <laughs> sometimes not, you know, but, but I, I Suspiria, I put here, um, I, the remake, I, yeah, uh, yeah. but I end up loving a lot of these. Uh, some of them, no, but the ones I just listed, I love all those. So <laughs> I, I put this on the list of like, I really, really enjoyed it. And I definitely will watch it again, but it's not quite where I put these other ones. There's but, an adjective that just popped into my head and then like immediately disappeared that I feel oh, like no. would have described have the, it, but you have the answer. I know, but we'll, we'll figure <laughs> yeah. it out. Um, I've been searching for it. And then I've been watching Prehistoric Planet on Apple TV Plus, which oh probably my God. shouldn't shock anyone. And I'm obsessed. I, that show is so str- i mean I'll, I'll watch anything with david Adburn narrating I, he would read the like phone book and me yeah exactly but the the, the close sometimes it's like scary almost the close-ups because i'm like okay i get it you're trying to show off the cg and that mm-hmm. like we as a scientific community oh my god science uh, you know have have evolved in how we perceive dinosaurs and we are trying to reflect that in like our mm-hmm. media representations it's like just kidding they had like fur and you know yeah, hair like there's, there's and like the feathers but having gone a lifetime seeing them not that way, I feel like they're like trying to be a little too over the head with like, yeah. no, look, it's different now. It's a dinosaur. They're trying to undo what, especially what Jurassic Park has done. And I, and you know, yeah. Jurassic Park is one of my favorite films, but it, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it takes its liberties for sure. Yeah. And misnames. But, but, well, it's also like for, for Jurassic Park, it's like they didn't know any better, right? They're going off of like whatever. Well, like, there were things like. We've known for a long time Velociraptors had feathers and that they were also small, whereas like the raptors in that film are That's based more on a Deinonychus. But like, yeah. and most of those dinosaurs didn't exist in the Jurassic period. They're like Cretaceous. But it's just, you know, it's a it's a book and they, they want it to sound nice and you yeah. use the cool words and stuff. So, but it's it's become such a cultural, kind of, I mean, a cultural phenomenon in ways, but like, it's just- It's, it's also it's defining integrated. the depiction of dinosaurs. That's, that's what I mean. Like where yeah. that's, when you think of dinosaurs, you, anyone who you talk to thinks of imagery, whether they know it or not, they think of imagery from Jurassic Park, you know? Yeah. And so, but, yeah. But sometimes so I feel special. like prehistoric planet is like overcompensating yes. for that. I'm like, you're not going to succeed in just one miniseries. But exactly. Like, you can yeah, keep no, trying. I could feel that too. But I, but I will say, I mean, some of the shots, it's a little like, like, ooh, that could look better. But overall, like, I'm really impressed with the look of it. Yeah, and the, the bird feels... one. Not that they're not birds, but like the yeah. flying. The the, or, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, these are yeah. these are really well done. Yeah, well, like when they're coming off that cliff and like whatever. Yeah, like, it's like, oh no, like, you dummies! Wow. <laughs> I know. I was like, please. And yeah, I will say it's a it's a bit of a roller coaster ride for me. Like I'm gonna watch it all because it's it's I think it's really to. well done, yeah. and I'm obsessed with dinosaurs. But man, I I mean, I was crying in the first five minutes of it. Like I can't. I mean, I do not do well with nature documentaries or things with animals killing each other you you know this is all cg right there were no dinosaurs harmed in making a prehistoric it doesn't it doesn't matter that first opening scene with those t-rexes that opening scene i was like i i don't know if i can do this and then i will say i don't know how far you got i've watched i've I've watched them all okay yeah first okay okay i watched the first three because that's what's available to us us mortals yeah but well, no, the, the, I mean, the rest people will hear this when the next one's they're, they're, they're releasing them one a day. Yeah, exactly. So it'll be like yeah. by the end of the week, right? But, but so far, I will say the first one feels the most heavy with the, at least the baby death, the predatorial baby death. I mean, it's like you go from baby T-Rex right into pterosaurs into, or baby sea turtles into Sarah. It's just like, well, stop killing all these babies. No, murder them and all. And then. Murder them all. Yeah. And then, so it's felt, the, the next two have felt a little bit less, um, tragic for me in that way or maybe i'm just adjusted i don't know but it took it was a little hard for me at first oh yeah no three three 
for me, I think was a little bit the freshwater one. Yeah, yeah, that, I mean, was, was, that was it. Was I mean, it was basically just watching giant. Um, yeah, what are they? Like walruses, basically. Oh, fight. Yeah, that's the one that ha- that happens in right. Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. freshwater one, and and you know Th- that it goes, was. That was one where I was like, oh, we are really overcompensating on the animation here. Where I was like, I, we get it. They're slow and big and they move slow and big. Yeah. Like you were trying to be as accurate as we understand the representation to be. Mm-hmm. But speed this up a little bit. I need this to be a little more dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, you know I, who I, the exec producer is on this, right? I know John Favreau is one of them. Yep. And then, yeah. Yeah. It's his yeah. project, apparently. I mean, But I it just shows you. It's like we, we talk a lot about about special effects cgi here and everything we talk about marvel and all this stuff and it and you know things in star wars too that sometimes it's like i mean every time mando's on the speeder it's like whoa yeah <laughs> but uh you know for all intents and purposes being something that's like so kind of what he did not to mention lion king but you know, where it's know. Like it's oh, all, yeah. but it's all you know attempting to looks, be photo real yeah, yeah it looks really great and it just goes to show like when you have the budget what you can do and yeah and i'm talking to you marvel and also anyway. John Favreau, who used to yeah. play in that world. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, like and Dom, you know, and plays in the Mando world and stuff. Which yeah. Mando, I think, largely looks really good, but there are things sometimes. Yeah, there are like, things. <laughs> you know, right? Compositing mostly, I guess, but there are things. Yeah, but yeah, overall, um, I'm I'm impressed with the series. It's giving me what I was hoping it would, which is yeah. great. I mean, the the yeah. for me at least, the bar on those types of series is so low because I'm just like all of it. I want to watch all of it. You know, yeah. it's like my yeah. favorite type of thing to watch. Yeah, it's great, and I. I, and to your point about no, no, they're not. They're not. These are not the real dinosaurs themselves. They are computer generated. But it still, you know, emotionally grips me. But the nature docs, I want to want. I want to do it, but I often just cannot because it oh. just. I I start just wanting to die. But that's why I them. think the dinosaur ones are the easiest, right? Because it's. That's what I mean, because I, I I'm crying you're for not, the dinosaurs. You're not watching. You're not watching like the real thing happen. As yeah. To, like anything involving big cats, where you like literally watch. Yeah, them and you're watching a zebra it, and you're like, oh, all right. And now we can't interfere with nature and stuff, but it's like there is a camera person behind there just filming this, and I'm yeah. like, stop this from happening. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. know, and no, I know. I'm like, bad, eat it, eat it. it. It, yeah, it hurts me deep. So yeah. this is a little bit better in that way for me. All right. Yeah, I also watched that. Highly recommend. Yeah. What did I watch? I watched Heartstopper finally. I haven't on done Netflix. it yet, but I keep it's hearing very it's great. Cute. Okay, good. Yeah, I keep hearing it's great. A little teen angsty, mm-hmm. as it should be, because it's about teen angst. <laughs> 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 yeah. You know, it's it's a little bit. Um, I mean, I I like it in that it's uh, I don't, optimistic is not the right word, but like I I was just happy for the way to play. But now they're getting a second and third season. I'm like, oh no, that means you're gonna put them through more trauma. <laughs> like, yeah, and also you're don't manufacture. Over- yeah. So don't like overdo a good thing, you know, like right. hopefully they'll be good, I guess, if, it, if this is good, but it's like, hope you hope it's always stressful thinking like, oh God, don't ruin it though. Yeah. It could have <laughs> been, know? it, it could have like wrapped up and it would have been right. and you're just like, okay. fine. I'd be like, great. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta recognize and know when something don't, don't overdo it, you know? Yeah. And Speaking then, of oof. overdoing it, I will say though, I, uh, yeah, the last thing I watched that I think you watched as well was Drag Race All-Stars. Yeah. And uh, I do not think the season is overdone, but I just mean something that's been done a lot yeah. <laughs> at this point. Well, I was shocked um, that we got two episodes and shocked yeah. that we got the Snatch game this early. Yeah. I got to say, I'm really enjoying it. It was great, but it's also because yeah. they're the All-Stars and that's... Well, that, but I'm also oddly really enjoying this nobody goes home thing because I, I always, I like, I want to watch them all. I want to see them all the whole time and judge their whole performance. Yeah. Know? I think... Jackie and I might have sidebarred about this because you hadn't watched it mm. yet. But 
you know, my theory on it is because I don't think they would have agreed to be like eliminated. You know, they're like, you will pay me X amount and I will do this number of appearances, mm. but like, I'm not going to do all the COVID stuff. I'm not going to test. I'm not going to like give up other gigs at this level unless there's a commitment of like X amount of screen time. And so they changed mm. the format in order to sort of allow for that. Yeah, that, that could totally be true. I could also, being that it's our first all winner season, I, I could also see just from a producing standpoint, structurally, you want to shake it up. In right, way exactly. Totally yeah. different. So I can see that, but I think what I'm enjoying about it is it feels genuinely like they're all just having a lot more fun. Like, you know, I think that they all have fun. I think think they're not insecure. I mean, they're insecure, but like they don't have to be as insecure. Yeah. And so they're actually just allowing themselves to really get along and have fun. Of course, only two episodes, but I I just have fun. I'm laughing more than I do usually. I'm like, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And I will say from a production standpoint, I don't love the badge thing I get that it's like that's how you you need to have some drama in there and some yeah. actual like I need to try for this win but it just makes me always go back and back my mind I'm like I don't know how many episodes the season is but unless it's a ton of episodes you get you're gonna get to a point really quickly where structurally and just common sense wise you would be able to tell who has zero chance of winning by a certain number of episode I don't think number. it's a lot of episodes. right so let's say it's yeah. six episodes or let's say it's eight I think it's probably sure eight it's, or ten yeah, yeah. By, by episode five or something, there will be people in, in a real situation. There will be some of them you know physically cannot win right. at this point, right? So it makes me think, and of course, Rue is always behind being able to pull the strings however she needs to to make it this season as good as possible. Yeah. But it just makes me always think about how, well, okay, you're for sure going to make make it so that you spread these badges out so that there's tension toward the end. And we're right. Well, th- I mean, that's where the blocking comes in, and right? It makes where it's it, just like, it, That cool. takes the reality out of it for me a little bit. And I get, I'm kind of like, eh. But whatever. I like that they're all there. There are yeah. some of them, like Trinity Fitzhuck. I mean, I barely remember her. And I did not care about her at all. And I love her now. <laughs> so I don't remember half of them. Well, and I was irritated. I mean, I, I, I liked her fine, but I was irritated when, what's her face? Um, One in her, her season. Oh, my gosh. What is her name? Why am I like blinking? Uh, I don't. Oh my gosh, redhead. Oh oh oh, uh, Jinx Monsoon. Jinx. I remember when she won. I wanted the. I liked the other two better. I was like, Jinx won really, and because I think it was like her versus like was it Alaska and like. So this is the, I don't remember that season yeah. at all because I didn't realize that Jinx was white. Oh, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember with the name like Monsoon. I was like, oh, she must have been an Asian. Right. Well, you would, you would hope, right? But. <laughs> But I, uh, I remember. I mean, I've I've watched them all a lot more recently than than I think you and yeah, Jackie yeah, had because yeah. I watched them all like in the pandemic and I didn't see him before. I'm new, but I remember when she won and I was not super thrilled. I liked her fight, but again, I was like, oh, you were my number three choice of the top three. But I'm loving her in this. She's season. great. She's, she's bringing she's in energy. Miracle. She's so funny. I think it's because they couldn't get Bianca. I'm sure that's exactly why. But yeah. she's so funny, and I I don't know. I'm just like I'm really pleasantly surprised. Yeah. So I highly recommend. Yeah. I had completely forgotten that Monet had tied as well. Yeah. I was like, people tied? I forgot that too because I think that's so lame, but I forgot that. Yeah. And they're so, both here, so it's kind of interesting to be like, oh. But I think uh, I also laughed at I, – I at first I was like, what? That's going to be so, like, biased, but the whole Raven joke. Yeah. I, I was like – I. It sucks here. because it, it then made me realize that – because I like Raven, and it made me realize, like, and it kind of sucks because I like this joke, but it's kind of, we know Raven could never do this because Rue cannot not be biased. And if Rue decided not to be biased, Raven's, it, like if Rue 
eliminates Raven or doesn't she, whatever. It's like, is, is that going to hurt their working relationship? Or they, yeah. you know, it's like one of those things where now they, they've worked there so long. It made me think there's no way that Raven could really compete here, but I, I really like her. So that made me sad. Yeah. But, but it was, was also laughing. strange. I was like, Oh, this is like a not nepotism, you know, yeah. cause they're all in the yeah, umbrella. Exactly. But it was, um, yeah. but it is a little bit. Cause that's, I mean, Rue doesn't want to piss off her makeup artist. In the last. Oh, years. well no, but it's just like anybody could have cameoed, but I'm also like, Oh yeah, I bet you Raven has to oh, do. Oh, I see. Yeah all of the same sort of protocols because she's around and therefore they're sure. like, well, we're going to have Raven, Raven come by. But like, yeah, it, yeah, it, she could have picked anybody for that cameo, right? It could have yeah, been no, any. She, she could have. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I laughed when Raven was just like, you know, I know everyone's like, well, you're not a winner and whatever, but she's like, but I see myself as one or something. Whatever I she would said, not have like, hated as if they'd identify. thrown her in. But then I was no. like, you got to put like Jujubee in too then because, you yeah, know. Yeah, like something. Yeah. Like the the like the almost winners, the most the most runner ups. Well, that'd be interesting. Like I thought about that too. Is I was like, I wonder if there's going to ever be like a runner up season or runners up, you know, like yeah. whatever. Where maybe it would be a little less interesting, but could be really interesting because we all have had several seasons where you you really wanted someone else to win that was there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that could be fun. But yeah, I don't know. I had everything. Um, yes, and then not to end on a downer, but I watched a documentary called Our Father. On Netflix, no, have you seen this, this yet? I have not seen it, but I've heard of it. Oh, it was rough. It's it's rough. It's it's interesting. It's a Bloomhouse doc, and I was like, oh, this kind of makes sense in terms of like tone. You know, it's it's the same tone as any sort of true crime ish whatever. But there's just there is a quality elevation that I give it credit for. Um, yeah. yeah, being people who specialize in horror, I was like, yeah, yeah that tracks. Okay. Yeah, I'll check it out then. Yeah, it's it's pretty depressing. There are much worse ones. You know the premise, right? No, but as long as it's not about animals dying, I'm usually okay. No. Do you want to know the premise? Sure. So it's a, it's a doctor, a fertility doctor, who instead of – he used his own samples. Oh, and like, yeah, and there's so many children. That is so sick, but it's yes. the kind of thing that I eat up. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not happy it happened, obviously, no. but, I, but I, I will gladly consume that. Yeah. Yeah. If it's, it's a good – it's a well-made documentary. That's about Genghis, a, a very upsetting. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, this is terrible. At least Genghis Khan, like, you knew it was Genghis Khan. This was. Well, you know, yes, that's true. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just mean as far as like, doesn't, isn't Genghis Khan like potentially have the most like. Yeah, like direct... 10% of people are related to yeah, something like, like that. Yeah. You know? something like, All right. yeah. This guy um, was trying to outdo him. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, pretty, horrifying. it's pretty upsetting. That's really, that's really horrible. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I watched today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why you're in such a good mood. I know. <laughs> good news. We have lots of streaming. We've got Obi-Wan yeah, coming. So we do. We'll have that. All right. Well, thank y'all. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, as per usual, to Matt. And now a couple of super quick follow-up points. The word that I was trying to think of to describe the sort of new emergence of horror genre films is cerebral. So cerebral horror, it's less about emotional and, and sort of physical scaring and more about mental scaring. I think they're trying to incorporate more of that into the work they're doing. And then there was a study in 2003 that suggested that one in every 200 men alive today is related to Genghis Khan. That was back then, so I assume the number has actually grown. It was about 8% of men in Central Asia. The idea being that they found all of these men had related Y chromosomes and, you know, you needed someone to propagate that because the Y chromosome pretty much just tells you whether or not it's going to be a male or a female child. doesn't do a ton more than that. Most of the carrier comes from the mom and the X chromosome and the egg. So the fact that there were so many related ones looked to the idea that there was one common ancestor and logic dictated that it was Genghis Khan. So... We learn something new every day. 
That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.